Well, thank you. Happy Easter, everyone. It's great to be with you and hope that you're all having a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend. It's a wonderful opportunity, wonderful honour to have uh, the chance to share God's word with you for a few moments this morning. And I want to read to you from Romans chapter 8. We're going to read from verse 11. I'm actually reading this out of the, uh, the King James Version this morning. This is what it says. The Apostle Paul says these words, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Let me read that again. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Awesome. Uh, this passage, this text is really making three presumptions. The first one is this, that Jesus is alive. And we know that he is alive. We know that this is resurrection morning. We know that Jesus has overcome the, the grave. We know that he has led captivity captives. We know that he has uh, taken back the keys of death and Hades. We know that death has lost its sting. It has no power of the child of God. We know that Jesus is alive. We know that Jesus has triumphed and we know that Jesus has conquered. Second presumption is this, that it was the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And we know that to be, to, to be the truth. We know that Jesus' body was lying in Joseph's cave. It was there three days, three nights. But there on that resurrection morning, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, came upon the body of Jesus and raised him back to life again. A new body, a glorified body, a resurrected body. So presumption one, Jesus is alive. Presumption two, it was the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And presumption number three is this, that that same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me and you. How exciting is that? That right now, the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit, there's not a secondary Holy Spirit. That You know, the Holy Spirit, there's not Premier League Holy Spirit and then League Two Holy Spirit. No, there is only one Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead on Easter Sunday. That same Holy Spirit is alive right now and that same Holy Spirit is alive in me and in you if you belong to Jesus. Notice it says the Holy Spirit dwells in you. In other words, the Holy Spirit doesn't just come and go. He's not dependent upon a feeling. He's not dependent upon whether you're in a church building or not. He's not dependent upon your circumstances. The same Holy Spirit, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of resurrection, the Spirit of glory dwells in me and dwells in you. How incredible is that? Um, so this is what Paul says. Uh, we're assuming Jesus is alive. We're assuming the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead. And we're assuming that that same Holy Spirit is alive, dwelling in me, me and you. Paul says that if those things are the case, if the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and dwells in me, then we should expect 
something to happen. There should be an effect in our lives. There should be a consequence of the Holy Spirit being alive and at work within us. Something can happen. You can expect something to happen in your life today. And this is what Paul says we can expect. That that Holy Spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. Paul's actually, he's talking about our physical, natural bodies. Paul says that we can expect a quickening. The fact that the Holy Spirit, the, the spirit of resurrection, the spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive at work within us. We can expect that Holy Spirit to bring a quickening to our mortal bodies. In the natural, of course, this is the opposite. We know that in the natural, as we live our lives, as we get older, um, our bodies slow down. Our bodies get old. Our bodies get tired. Our bodies get weak. Our, our, our bodies get sick. Our, our bodies are subject to decay. <laughs> Don't say amen too loudly if that's your testimony today. But when the Holy Spirit lives within us, something supernatural takes place. Something that is contrary to the laws of nature. When the Holy Spirit is at work within us, there is a quickening. The life of God, the energy of God, the power of God is at work in our lives. And I believe today that we can experience that quickening that acceleration, not only in our natural physical bodies, but actually in our spiritual lives as well. You can experience the quickening, the acceleration of the plans and the purposes of God. You, you can experience a life, the power, the energy, the dynamis, the, the, the Holy Spirit power, the Holy Spirit fire at work in every area of your life. Um, if there's one thing that I hate, I hate waiting. Um, you know, queues, I, I am not the kind of person that you want to be in a queue with. Um, I, ju I just hate being in queues. There are many times when um, I've gone to a shop, a supermarket or whatever it may be and I've seen the queue and I've just walked straight back out again. I would rather not get what, what I wanted to get rather than be in a queue. And don't you hate it? You know you're in the self-service checkout thing and, and suddenly the, the, the light goes flashing that there's, there's some, you know, they won't let you get the paracetamol box without an age check or, or something and you're waiting for the for the person to come and say oh I hate it um, you know part of my pre-covid life you know uh, going on airplanes places long journeys being in security in uh, in airports all that kind of stuff it just really really frustrates me um, and of course if there's one thing worse than a long journey it's a long journey with children you know, Daddy, are we there yet? And you just think, we, we've, not, we've only just left the driveway. We've not even left our street. And you're saying, are, are we there yet? We've got another three hours to go. Oh, my goodness, it's so frustrating. And yet I know that waiting is unfortunately a part of life. I know that, that you know, it's even a saying, isn't it? Good things come to those that wait. 
And I know that in my relationship with God, um, you've heard it said before, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. We know that we're on a journey with God. We know that we're on a, on a walk with God. We know that he is the potter, that we are the clay, that he's always shaping us and molding us and that God is not always in a rush. <laughs> you find that frustrating sometimes. I just want to rush straight ahead. But, you know, I know that Part of my walk with God, and I think that the more you walk with Jesus, the more you discover this, that in our walk with God, there will be delays. There will be pauses. There will be times when we have to wait. And yet, and yet, there is a supernatural dimension that can take place. There is a, a, a miracle that can take place where it's like God puts us in a season of acceleration, where we experience that quickening of the Holy Spirit. When the resurrection power of Jesus is at work in our lives, there is a quickening, a supernatural acceleration that can take place that what would take you decades in the natural, God can do in years. That what would take years in the natural, God can do in months. That what would take months in the natural, God can do in days. And we can go on and on. That would take a day in the natural, God can do it in an instant. God can do it in a suddenly. God can do it in a moment. And what I'm believing for and what I'm praying for as we go into the rest of 2021 and in, into the coming years is I am believing for some seasons of supernatural acceleration, some, some seasons where... Uh, physically, financially, relationally, ministry-wise, evangelism-wise, it's like God puts me. He kind of puts a jetpack on my back and I'm experiencing that quickening, that's, that's, that the, the acceleration of heaven. It says of Jesus in Mark 1.28 that news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. News about him spread quickly. You know, if you are a public figure, um, it takes time uh, to grow your reputation. It takes time uh, for your name to be known. And yet God's uh, favor was so, was so much upon the life of Jesus. The Holy Spirit w was so at work in the life of Jesus that it was like God's miracle grow was upon his life. Jesus experienced an acceleration of favor. He experienced a, an acceleration of influence. He saw an acceleration of fruit beyond that which was natural. Uh, Jesus saw more fruit in three and a half years than, than we would in all of our lives if we lived to a, to a, a grand old age. You know, what, what, you know we, we, many of us, we could be ministering 30, 40, 50 years and we would just see a tiny amount of what Jesus saw in three and a half years. Why? There was acceleration. There was a quickening, a fruit, a favor of the power of God at work in his life. 
in Jared's uh, latest book, uh, The Divine Reset, um, he talks about how God gave him a prophetic word even before the pandemic started, and or it may have been, uh, may have been just as the pandemic started. Uh, and what Jared felt God was saying was this, that God was putting the church on pause, uh, but it was a pause to update. But when we came out of that pause, it would result in acceleration. And there are many prophetic people right now who are using that word acceleration, that God is accelerating his plans and purposes on the earth. This is actually this idea of pause leading to acceleration is actually a very biblical principle. It actually says in, in Isaiah 40, a, a well-known scripture, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. Do you get that? They that wait upon the Lord. In other words, there is a pause. That There is a season of pausing, a season of just waiting on God, a season where it seems like there's not an awful lot happening. But then when you come out of that pause, it's like you're on turbo boosters. It's like there's an acceleration and you shall, uh, shall mount up on wings like eagles. In other words, you will, uh, there will be a swiftness as you soar in the things of God and they shall run. Not they shall stumble, not they shall limp, not they shall go on a nice kind of, uh, you know, leisurely walk, but they will run with, into the purposes of God. They will run into the things of God. They will run into the call of God and they will not grow weary. I believe for the church right now, we've been in this time of waiting. We've been in this pause. In fact, if you study the Hebrew there, uh, those that wait on the Lord, it literally means those that soak themselves in God. In other words, again, there's that Holy Spirit, presence, uh, prayer, seeking God. Those that wait, pause, soak themselves in God. They shall run. Revive church. I believe we are coming out of the pit stop. And I believe we are coming out with a new engine. We are coming out ready to run into all that God has for us. I want to declare right now over those silver surfers. I want to declare right now for the older members of our, of our congregation, of our church family right now. I want to declare to you that your running days are not, uh, not over. I believe right now that in the natural, uh, men would give you a pair of slippers and just say, put your feet up, relax, enjoy your retirement, take it slow. But I believe that God right now is giving you a pair of running shoes. And God is saying, come on, it's time to run. You will run and you will not grow weary. This is not dependent upon your age, but actually that, that experience is going to allow you to run faster and more purposeful and stronger than ever before. And I want to speak right now to the younger people right now. Perhaps in the past, older people would have looked at, at, at teenagers, at young people, even children, and said, you know what? It's not your time yet. But God is saying right 
right now. This is not a time for waiting. This is not a time for delay. Young people right now, now is a time to run into the call of God. Now is a time to run into the purposes of God. Now is a time to get the fire of God in your feet and run into all that God has for you. There are schools that God wants you to win for Jesus. There are university campuses that he wants shaken with the gospel. There are nations that God is calling you to reach. There are songs that God wants you to write. There are books that God wants you to write. Now is the time, young and old, to run into everything that God has for you. In the natural, more power often means more speed. Uh, whether that be an aeroplane engine, whether that be a car engine, more power means more, more speed. Well, church, we have the power that raised Christ from the dead. We have resurrection power at work on the inside of us so we can run with speed. We can run with an acceleration behind us, with a powerful force behind us. I believe right now that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is here to quicken our mortal bodies but also to quicken the body of Christ right now. It's time for the body of Christ to come out of lockdown with power, with purpose, with energy, with determination. The example that Jared uses in his book, and it's a great example, is the, is the example of Elijah, where it says of Elijah that he, he hitched up his garments and he began to run after the chariot of King Ahab. And Elijah even outran a chariot. You know what? In the natural, that is impossible. But acceleration came upon Elijah's body. I believe right now, church, it's time to hitch up our garments. The garments speak of the anointing, the mantle of God. Jesus said, you will be clothed with power from on high. It's time for us to be clothed with resurrection power and then begin to run. And when we run with God, we can even outrun a chariot. Hallelujah. Let me just, uh, just mention one or two uh, more things just before we pray. You know, I believe that prayer and fasting is one of the, the real keys to seeing an acceleration of the purposes of God in our lives. I know that maybe Easter Sunday is not uh, the ideal time to be talking about fasting. You may have, you may have some Easter eggs that you are ready, uh, wanting to tuck into. Well, well, finish Easter eggs, but then fast. Because one thing that fasting does is it accelerates the purposes of God. There's a great example of this in the book of Daniel. In Daniel chapter 9, Daniel is praying and fasting for his nation. And it says this in verse 21. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I'd seen in the early vision, of course we know that Gabriel is an angel, he came to me. Now, just an, an angel turning up while I'm praying, I, I take that. But, but look what it says. He came to me in swift flight swift flight. In other words, this angel didn't just come. This angel came quick. In other words, Daniel didn't just get his answer to prayer. He got his answer to prayer 
quickly. In fact, in the Amplified Version, it says um, that the angel was caused to come quickly. In other words, the angel didn't just come quickly because, you know, um, he, he's a good runner or a good flyer, <laughs> but, but something caused him to come swiftly. I believe it was the prayer, the fasting of Daniel that caused an acceleration to take place in the spirit. I believe right now there are some of you that have been praying. You've been longing for a breakthrough. You've been praying for your church. You've been praying for our nation. You've been praying right now maybe over your kids or over a particular area of breakthrough in your life. I believe right now that as uh, in this time right now, I believe God is calling his church to pray and to fast. And as you do that, I want to declare over you that delay is coming to an end, that the angels of God are coming to you on a Assignment and they are coming swiftly. That the amber light is about to turn green. And your fasting, your prayer, your seeking God is bringing, is accelerating your breakthrough. The time of delay, the time of waiting, the time of pause is about to come to an end. Isaiah 58 is also a passage all about fasting. And this is what it says, that when we fast properly, in, when we combine prayer and fasting with living a life of righteousness and justice, this is what it says in Isaiah 58. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. I love this. This gets me so excited that when we fast, when we pray, your healing will not just appear, your healing will quickly appear. I will declare over someone today, it, today is your day for a miracle. Today is your day for healing. That there is no more delay. That right now is your time for a breakthrough. Right now is time for your healing to appear. If you can receive it, you can have it right now. That many of us, you, you may have been praying and seeking God for a healing, for a miracle, maybe for decades, but God is saying now the healing is coming. There is no more delay. There is no more holding back. There is an acceleration of the miraculous supernatural power of God. Healing is coming quickly. Miracles are coming quickly. I'm immediately reminded of the man in the gospels who's waiting by the pool and he's waiting there for decades for his miracle. And Jesus turns up and says, don't you want to get healed? And the guy says, well, yeah, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an angel to come and stir, uh, stir the waters. I'm just waiting for God to do something. And then when the waters do stir, no one will help me down into the waters. I'm waiting for, for man to help me. And Jesus looks at him and, and basically it, my paraphrase is this. Jesus is like, I'm here. I'm here. Resurrection power, healing power, miracle working power dwells within me. You do not have to wait. You do not have to delay. Now is your time for a miracle. Now is your time for a breakthrough. I want to declare over you on this Easter Sunday, resurrection power is here. Resurrection is a person. His name is Jesus. He is with you. His spirit is at work right now. And when he comes, healing comes. Comes, miracle comes. It's time right now for the power of God to work in your life. 
Let me close uh, with this scripture. Psalm 147 verse 15. I love this. It says this. He sends his command to the earth and his word runs swiftly. He sends his command to the earth and his word runs swiftly. How many of you right now, you need a word from God? Maybe some of you right now, you need wisdom. You need God to speak to you about a particular area. Some of you, you need that healing word. You need that word of breakthrough. You need that word that's going to break chains. You need that word of provision. You need that word of life. Well, it says here that his word is coming. And not only that, his word is running. And his word is running swiftly. I've got a picture right now of Usain Bolt. Um, in full flight right now the starter gun goes and there's Usain Bolt out of the uh, uh, out of the traps as it were and he is running fast he's running hard the, 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 there's a, a power and a strength that that is absolutely remarkable. That is what the word of God is like coming to you right now. It's like the 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 the, the, the starting gun has been fired right now and God's word is coming. God's word is running to you. God's word is coming swift right now. Friends, hold on. You don't have to wait much longer because God's word is coming right now to speak directly into your life, into your circumstances, into your situation. I want to pray right now. You know, one of the prayers of the psalmist and um, if it's in the Bible, I guess we can pray it as well. Psalm 70. Hasten, O oh God, to save me. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. You know, kind of my religious mindset is that it's wrong to pray prayers like that. You know, if, I, if ever I'm tempted to pray, God, just hurry up. You know, that kind of religious thinking is like, come on, Andrew, just slow down. It's a journey. It'll happen when it will happen. Whatever will be, will be. But actually, it's a biblical prayer to say, God, hurry up. God, save me and save me quick. It's a prayer of acceleration, a prayer of quickening. And I want to pray right now that that quickening Holy Spirit, that power of God right now would come and accelerate the works and the wonders of God in your life.